from the Stereo Sound Record Studios, this is the Mosh Pit Podcast. Here is the host, Wes Everett, bringing you the best in new alternative rock and roll. You say you need to hold me, but you don't even know me. I'm breathing the truth between your lies. And now a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Mosh Pit Podcast is brought to you by G. Edward Martin. The Mighty East Sox, a supernatural mystery novel by G. Edward Martin, follows the journey of James Roslin, a broken man wrestling with his own personal struggle, regret, and trying to rectify his own perceived mistakes. James recruits the help of his older brother, Alan, to travel with him in search of an elusive village concealed deep in the north woods of Wisconsin so they can properly honor their recently lost grandfather and recreate a trip he had taken decades earlier. However, when the two brothers find the concealed village on the Ojibwe reservation, they quickly discover the elusive town and its people, landscape, and stories are much more than they seem. The story is told from James's perspective as he recounts the events from five years earlier where he rediscovered love, reconnected with faith, became obsessed with catching an impossible fish, and found himself as an essential character in the concluding scene of a centuries-old legend that he could not see or understand as it was unfolding around him. The Mighty Esox is now available on Amazon.com in ebook, paperback, and full-color hard copy format. Link in the description below, and be sure to check out more stories from Mr. G. Edward Martin.
And welcome to the Mosh Pit. I'm your host, Wes Everett. I am here with my guest, Faith and Failure. And um, you know what? I'm going to go around the room, let everybody introduce themselves, say who they are, what position they play in the band. Um, <clears throat> my name is Cole, and I play guitar. My name is uh, Matt, and I play bass. My name is Chad, and I don't play guitar or bass. I, I sing. And yell. <laughs> I yell a lot. <laughs> Very cool, man. Great to have you guys on. Been looking forward to doing this interview for a while. Thank you. Uh, I guess let's get right down to it. Uh, you guys currently have a new single out. Tell us a little bit about it, about putting it together, and um, you know what made you want to release it as the single. Yeah, so back on the 16th, we released uh, Hero Part 2, which, you know, as implied, is Part 2 to a single we released back in 2019 called Hero. And it had been a song that was just kind of always in the back of our minds as something that we wanted to do. Um, it just took some time. You know, some other songs came up and, and you know, we felt they were always ready and we wanted to do those but we got to a point where hero part two started to really um sort of solidify and become an actual song versus just some ideas and um it, you know it uh one thing we tried to do with it is just have some callbacks to the first song without overtly calling back to the first song um so if you've listened to the first one and you listen to the second one I think there'll be parts as you kind of go through that you'll go like, oh, yeah, okay, that's, you know, from there. And then um, at the end of the song, of course, there's like a blatant callback to it. But um, it's just a fun song to do. You know, it was, um, we we did a lot of different stuff, you know, um, went a little bit more aggressive with it, did like a traditional breakdown, um, kind of stuff like that. Just more along the lines of like, we just, try to release music that we like and sometimes it's out in left field and you know comparing it to the last couple of songs we released i think this one would fall in that category as well that's pretty cool now are you guys gonna go the uh meatloaf or metallica way and make it a trilogy <laughs> possibly you know? possibly i mean it was, cool idea. yeah i mean chat can talk a little bit more about the lyrics and stuff but the the reason why we did a part two was because it tells a specific story yeah. and the first one's told from a certain perspective and the second one's told from the opposite perspective so this is kind of why this one really lent itself to doing like a second part for it that's pretty cool definitely uh definitely gonna play that one on this episode oh, cool, um yeah definitely love to plug the new stuff so you know um but that's really cool you know, putting the song together from two different perspectives. That's, uh, that's really neat, really neat idea. Do you have any more like in your catalog that you would consider doing a part two of? That would be a question for Chad. Cause he does, you know, all the yeah. stories and the lyrics. <laughs> uh, it did. It just depends on the concept, I guess, but, uh, anything that's out, uh now i'm not sure if i would or not it's just you know so sometimes you know we we could we could do a set like a sequel to it or whatever but sometimes like you know the original really sticks and um like at least anything concept wise that i've done so far um i, I probably wouldn't do a sequel to unless uh i was doing them like um you know, consecutive, like right after each other. That makes sense. That's pretty cool, man. Um, again, you know, love to pick your brain on music and you know what you guys have coming up. Um, as far as live shows, what do you guys got going on? Anything coming up that you'd like to plug? You want to take this one, Matt? Yeah, um, so we, we've got a show on the 21st uh, at the King of Clubs here in Columbus with Crash Karma. Um, we're also going to have two shows lined up in August. Um, one is going to be at the Rock Out Campout, 
And the second one is going to be at A&R Bar, also in Columbus. Um, and then we've got a few more down the pipeline as well, but those are going to be our soonest shows. Um, so if you guys are in the area, by all means, get a hold of us. We'll get you a ticket and come and uh, hang out and listen to some metal with us. We'd like to do a tiny correction, Matt. It's a big room bar. For oh, big room bar. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Hey, I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're we're playing. Uh, there's a band in Columbus called Fear Culture. We're good friends with, and uh, we're supporting them on a headlining show at Big Room Bar, which, uh, depending on when this comes out, has been announced or possibly hasn't been announced yet. But it gets announced tomorrow, so I'd imagine it will be out by then, or after that, I should say, or something. But uh, yeah. yeah. And then we're, we've got a couple other things. We've got some stuff in October. Uh, we're going up to Cleveland and we're going to Akron. Um, I, we're doing uh, a Halloween fest with a Catholic clothing that they're putting on. And then we're working on some other out-of-state shows, looking at hitting West Virginia. Um, probably at the end of September is what it's looking like. And then just some stuff into kind of next year. You know, um, We're looking to go to like Fort Wayne, Indiana and Chicago and uh, a couple other places. So really trying to hit different spots in the Midwest where we haven't been to just yet. That's cool. I love that. I love that you're getting out there, you know, playing the shows, doing all the live stuff, which just sounds amazing. You guys coming to Atlanta? We'd love to. I don't know anybody. Let's in do it. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you want to have us down there, by all means. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to. Um, our our manager might know. I don't know. I'd have to talk to him. He might have some connections down there. Okay. Well, um, if there's anything we can do here at the pit, let us know because, you know, we've got a couple of connections. It kind of sucks because I've been doing it so long that uh, the connections I once had, they all moved on. So now trying to get in touch with people at the same venues is like – you know, having to start over. Who's this guy calling about a band? <laughs> yeah. He has so, a lot of turnover, unfortunately. There is, but I mean, that's life. Loot fears.
you guys doing live shows do you have any favorite venues in particular that you love playing as far as the atmosphere the stage what have you king of clubs i would say for sure is one of our favorites yeah i'd agree there it's um it's you know it's in columbus they uh they opened up actually right as everything shut down in like the spring in 2020 and they are they're still around and they're probably the, I would say the best venue in Columbus. That's not like the giant arenas, you know, kind of a thing. But um, when the Al Rosa closed, a lot of the staff who worked there kind of came over to the King of Clubs. So there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of crossover between them, but it's just a great venue. Everybody there is super professional. They pull big shows. It's like an 850 cap venue. They treat, you know, all the bands doesn't matter if you're a national touring band or if you're a local band you know they treat everybody the same and um, they try to help you out however they can and they do a lot of stuff with like the radio stations and everything so yeah it's definitely my would be my favorite as well and it's full every time yeah yeah that too i love hearing that you know the venues that'll help all the bands even or like across the board because, you know, some, I'm not saying any by name, but some just, you know, get in, get you out. Well, right. you didn't, you played fine, but whatever. <laughs> hey, we, we've had our share of those too. Please leave the premises. <laughs> yeah. You're not done but, with your equipment yet? Let's go. Yeah. Uh, don't pack up inside, pack up outside in the snow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you forgot anything back here, we'll mail it to you at some point. Yeah, it's ours now. <laughs> 
know you spent a lot of money on it, but you left it here. So it <laughs> Thanks for the free cables. <laughs> <laughs> your, your donation will go will not go un- unappreciated. <laughs> I, I can say we haven't had anything like super bad. You know, um, I feel like most of the places that we've played have usually always been really good with us. Um, unless I'm missing something that maybe one of the other two guys can talk about. But uh, I don't know. I feel like everything has been pretty smooth for us so far, thankfully. That's good. That's definitely good. Um, so what do you guys have on the uh, – well, let's do this one. We'll do this one first. Uh, what are your three goals for the next 12 months? You know, what are the three things that you want to have accomplished looking back a year from now? Uh, I know one that I would say is we're just focused on making that transformation into being a regional band. Um, You know, we've played pretty much everywhere that you can in and around Columbus. And we've ventured out, you know, to a couple of different cities and different states and stuff. But like, that's really kind of the big goal, you know, because doing the regional stuff can kind of open doors to doing some of the bigger festivals and, um sort of things like that so that's one goal i would say um i'm not sure about the other guys i would i mean i would say kind of bouncing off what cole said like i'd love to be um a part of like he said like one of the major like blue ridge um rock festival or uh incarceration and like play on one of the the more main stages at one of those um i would say it's definitely a big goal of ours to be included in one of those big major festivals very cool. I think you guys can do it. Anything, I think Chad? Maybe. <laughs> I think I know what Chad's goal would be if he's not there potentially. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, like, uh, I would love to triple the amount of uh, Spotify playlists we get on. And uh, I would really like to utilize some kind of radio play over the next uh, – six 12 months um get that train kind of rolling uh i just uh feel like if like why are we not being played on the radio you know <laughs> like uh, i feel like it's an achievable goal you know yeah, yeah and radio's hard man i mean it's it's one of those things have you guys reached out to sirius the xm no, I know that was something when fat, when Chad first joined that he was always talking a lot about. And I mean, it, it makes sense because, you know, it's a global audience mm-hmm. you know, technically, but uh, yeah, I mean, from things that I've read just from like very minor research over the years is, you know, it's, it's label connections or you have to have, you know, like a sort of a, a virality to a song or something where it just kind of blows up or, you know, I guess at the end of the day, money, but it's, you know, it's, we're not talking cheap, you know, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. That's one thing that I've always seen is it, the, the price for submission is kind of tilted, especially considering it doesn't officially get you a spin. So yeah, yeah, it makes sense why they do it because you know if you have the cost low, mm-hmm. then potentially you could just be flooded constantly with songs and yeah. bands, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But I think you know instead of just like taking the money and never really giving yeah. fair shots to people, I think you know you make the the price higher. So usually, if people are still paying for it, like they're probably going to be a lot more serious because it's a big investment. That's true. That's true. Uh, looks like we got Aaron coming in. I'll go ahead and admit him. So we have yeah, another one. Is. We have another one joining. Good old AA Ron. <laughs> and uh, while he's getting mic'd up, I think he just rolled in. Hey, Aaron. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Welcome to the pit. Well, glad to be here. Uh, we've just been talking a little bit about venues and tracks, the new single, 
And um, I'll get your take on what was one of your favorite venues to play for you guys. Oh, um, I hey, feel like everyone... you come in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I'm late in, by the way, I've been trying to get on the call for like 10 minutes. I don't know what's going on, but I'm here now. Uh, favorite venue. I feel like everyone's probably already said the King of Clubs. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to be unoriginal with that one, but uh, yeah, it seems like that's like the spot these days, especially in central Ohio. You know, they opened right before the pandemic hit, managed to stay open through the pandemic, and they've been really good to us every time we've gone there. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's good that they stayed open, you know, because not a lot of things did. No, especially live venues like that. When that's like getting people in the doors is your bread and butter to staying open. You know, they were pretty fortunate, I think. Yeah. Did they do a lot of um, like virtual shows? No, but they no. Um, they did the whole they social distance really well. They killed the whole like pit floor area and they put up uh, tables like seating of four or two. And they were all spread out across the whole area. And it's like a eight or nine hundred capacity venue. So you get a fair amount of tables in there while following whatever rules were in place at the time. Faith in Failure, Hero Part 2.
Cause I, like I said, I saw a, um, I saw a few venues go to that virtual way where, you know, the bands are still coming and play, but it'd be a highly limited audience. But then they'd sell like the online tickets where you can still watch it from the privacy of your home. Yeah, we did. Um, I don't know if anyone mentioned it as far as I don't think it really counts as a venue, but it, it kind of does. We a few times we went to a place uh, out near Buckeye Lake. For, they call it Garage Bands Live, and it was a guy that worked social media for a venue that's here that got laid off because they weren't doing events, and he converted his garage into what he calls the virtual stage, and it, it's a full production stage and sound system, but he was doing the live streaming for shows, and uh, it was a pretty cool thing because it's just literally in his garage, and you, you would have no idea if you were watching the stream because it sounds completely professional and looks just as professional. Wow. Yeah, it's a venue set up essentially, you know, in, in, uh, in his garage and they got, you know, an isolated sound room and he's a big video production guy. So, I mean, it looked as about as legit as you could be. Dude, that's cool. That is killer. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, what have you guys had as far as your biggest challenge as a band? I would say probably growing organically would be one of them. Um, because it, like it, it's it's one of those things, of course, like you have to keep pushing, you have to keep pushing. But you think about it from a business standpoint, like right, like how do you grow a business organically? Um, and that's always kind of a big hurdle that I think um, a lot of us go through especially when we're, you know, more local and we're smaller. It's like, how do we get to a, a bigger audience? Um, I mean, that would be my take on it. I would say it would be one of the challenging things that, that we're pushing through right now. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, you know, we, we're not adverse to, you know, paying for promotions and running ads in areas and stuff, but it was more so like, I felt like from where we started to where we are, we've done a really good job and we've accomplished a lot just being like a completely independent band. And I know for me being the person booking shows and stuff, the issue that I was running into was I just kind of ran out of connections and it's still about what it's all about now. It's about who, you know, and uh, I know you talked to our manager, Kevin, um, he was the one who helped get this set up. And um, Kevin was somebody I met last year and we had just become friends and talked a lot. And he, you know, told me he wanted to do this management label and wanted to know if we'd be a part of it. And um, I've seen a lot of the stuff that he's done. He's got connections throughout the Midwest and, um, you know, he's very passionate, not just about music in general, but he really loves what we are doing and is a big fan of ours first and foremost before being, you know, somebody on our payroll. And um, so just having him this year really kind of help ease the burden of like reaching out to things. Cause now I can just like 
I see something on Instagram and I'm like, oh, this would be some place that's cool to reach out. I screenshot, I send it to them, say, hey, you know, when you get a chance, let's let's reach out to these guys or whatever. Let's try to set up this show. Let's talk to these bands. And he's a great middleman. You know, he knows what he's doing. He's a hard worker. So I think that part is, I, wanna, I don't want to say it's over, um, but I feel like it's become a lot easier, you know, just this year alone. Mm-hmm. So that would be what I, I would say. Nice. That's a good answer. Um, congratulations on the uh, management side. Thank you. Because I know that makes things a lot easier. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Um, you know, flip side of the coin, what do you guys feel as you've been, has your been, let me try that one more time. <laughs> what do you guys feel has been your biggest accomplishment to date? Anybody want to take it first? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Cole, if you have an idea, uh, you go right ahead. I'm still thinking. <laughs> All right. Um, one thing that I would say, at least for me personally, was um, back in 2021, um, we ended up getting selected by Atreyu to do a new music discovery thing that they were doing at the time on Twitch. And Brandon was hosting it. And it was basically just a thing where they, they found bands and um, you would get picked and you would get your music played on their uh, Twitch stream and it was a voting contest between everybody who was there and it was an elimination thing and we actually ended up winning um, and I just thought that was really cool just to kind of see you know Trey is a band I've been a fan of since you know the mid-2000s and I've seen them live a bunch of times you know I've got to meet them and uh, you know and it was just cool just to kind of see like his reaction to the music you know, like they played um, our song, The Fields, and uh, On the Line, which are both off of our EP called The Fields. And um, it, just to see like his reaction, his genuine like enjoyment and uh, stuff on stream and all the kind words that like not only he was saying, but to see everything that just these people in the chat were saying was was probably my favorite thing, I think, that we've had so far just because there's, you know, a lot of nostalgia tied to, you know, growing up listening to them nice oh it was really cool to well see him you know singing along to it too (laughs) yeah yeah that too i remember (laughs) i think it was uh i don't know if it was the fields or on the line but there was a part where chad in the beginning kind of sings this like super high note and i don't think he expected it and just the facial reaction he had was just priceless (laughs) when he heard it it was a it was on the line. He was like, oh, you threw me. Because, like, uh, it, like, kind of fades out, and there's a bunch of, like, reverb on it, and then, like, the verse starts. He's like, oh, dang. <laughs> yeah, because even before that, you were just doing a bunch of, like, yelling and screaming stuff. And, and then, yeah, there's just, like, power metal-esque high note that comes in, and I don't think you, I don't think you expected it. S-S-S-R, Crocodile Tears. I'd rather not hide how I'm feeling inside cause the lion's overrated and i've gotten pretty jaded i just want to sense control like when you left me all alone but when you're always here well i can never let you go i'm fucking lonely lonely i've been trying to I'm just starting to realize those crocodile tears weren't because you thought you were losing me. You were so scared to watch the world crumble at your feet. And if I see you never, well, I don't think you'd ever really care. It's my pity party. And I'll cry if I want to You don't have to stay I just wanted you to want to Stop playing games There's nothing to win here At the end of the day 
feeling to have somebody that you look up to like that you know singing your songs oh yeah 100 percent. very that's cool man dude congratulations on that definitely a um definitely an awesome feeling thank you um where can they where can the listeners find you guys on all the medias well pretty much everywhere um facebook and instagram is official faith and failure and then Twitter and TikTok is just faith and failure. Um, you know, we're on all the streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, uh, iTunes, you know, just pretty much anywhere now that DistroKid um, puts us. And, uh, you know, we've um, got, you know, we're on YouTube as under official, official faith and failure as well. Um, we also partner with a YouTube channel called Space Untravel. <clears throat> which they host all of our music also. So you can find us on there. Um, and then our website, which is just faithandfailure.com. Um, that'll link you to everything um, and link you to our online merch store uh, as well. And um, yeah, pretty much any one of the things you find us on, you can get to us on any other platform. So it's all interconnected. Very cool. Very cool. Um, what are you guys what are you guys working on as far as new music since um since releasing Hero Two? Do you are you guys looking at the future as far as the next song that'll be out or are you kind of still weighing your options? You wanna take it, Chad? I know you're very excited. We already got one done. It's sweet. It's uh like a <laughs> I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, Cole. Am I allowed to say anything? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you just talk, you just talk about the song. Uh, it's like a power metal butt rock song. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, what, what do we call it? Power butt rock? Power, power butt core. I don't, I don't remember. Power butt core, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really cool, like, uh, you know, because... You know, these days all the bands are like genre bending. Um, I think we kind of started that a little bit before it was cool, but I know that other people were doing it at the time, whatever. Um, but it's like really cool that we could do a bunch of stuff into one song. Um, yeah, de definitely cool. Um, I know I'm singing the highest I've ever sang in my life, and um, I can do it, and that really blows my mind. Um, and then lyrically like this is probably better than anything i've ever done for sure yeah, it's it's a, it's a fun song it? i think for anybody who's listened to especially the last few songs you know hero part two the end oma you know they've all been out there in their own as far as like they're just so different from each other and that this song kind of is following the same trend um you know, we, the, the song, like the demo name was butt rock bonanza as a joke. And, um, it's not truly a butt rock song, but it's like, if we tried to write a butt rock song, I think that's what this would be. Like it still retains a lot of the elements that we, we have throughout all of our music. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things. I feel like every time, you know, we, we do a new song, you know, you just feel like it gets better and better each time. So, we don't have a release date or anything for it yet. Um, we're still waiting as far as, you know, the mixing and mastering is uh, 
concerned, but it's something that will be released, you know, more than likely in the fall. Um, we're talking about doing a music video for it as well. Um, so be a lot of fun. And then just as far as like other stuff goes, we always have music, you know, kind of in reserve and, uh, in addition to always trying to write new stuff. So I don't know, we haven't picked a new song to say, okay, like this will be the following release, but, um, you know, we'll, you know, we'll get there here sooner than later. And, um, one of the things that I like that we do is, you know, we don't, we don't like feel like the pressure to like, man, Hey, it's been a couple of months. Like we need to release a song and you release one just for the sake of like putting one out there. Like when we go into record a song, um, you know, it's something that we're all very happy with and very proud of. And like, it's like, yeah, this is ready, you know? And, and if it takes a little bit longer, it takes a little bit longer, but you know, it's just, it's more about putting out like, what we feel is our best quality versus just pumping out songs that are, you know, maybe all right or something, or that we're just not like a hundred percent behind. That makes sense. Well, guys, um, definitely looking forward to all your new music coming out. Um, definitely hit us up when you have something, we'll be glad to throw it on a podcast and play you guys and hopefully get y'all some more listeners and followers. Thank you. Right on. But, um, Dude, uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Is there anything else y'all want to plug before we end this one? Um, I think I hit everything. I don't know if anybody else has anything. We talk about upcoming shows at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you missed all of it. <laughs> yeah, we, Matt, Matt took that one. My technology is horrible right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I would, I guess I'd just say, yeah, just, you know, check us out, um, on whatever platform you do. Um, and if you do, you know, let us know what you think. Um, you know, we always respond to messages and comments regardless of, you know, where it comes from and just always genuinely happy to hear what people have to say, whether it's good or bad, you know, um, it all helps, you know, you grow in some way. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, guys, um, love to catch up with you maybe six months, eight months from now. See what's going on. See what's new. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Well, um, I'll reach out to uh, your management, see if we can put that together, and uh, we'll go from there. Cool. Yeah, thank you again for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Always fun doing these things. Yeah, yeah. I love picking your brain, talking music, man. That's, uh, That's what... You know, that's what gets me through the weekends. I hear you. <laughs> cool. Well, guys, hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Stay on, man. Bye, guys. Bye. Truth and tragedy, take it to your grave. Bye.